a rough life. It is finally the day we have all been waiting for, transport day. We've got lots of critters on this load today, so I'm just going to jump right into their stories. First up, we have Murph. He is a five-year-old scruffy little thing. His owner was an elderly lady who couldn't take care of him anymore, so some of her relatives took him in. He ended up being too hyper for their liking, though, so they surrendered him to one of our fosters. His hair was so matted and nasty when we got him that he had to be taken to the groomers immediately. The hair around his eyes was matted to the point it almost blocked his vision completely. But luckily, Murph is looking and feeling so much better now. The bee litter of two three-month-old lab mixes were dumped behind a restaurant in a nearby town. One of our rescue partners in that area took them home, and she fostered them over the five-week break for us. The pea litter of two beagle mixes were dumped in front of our veterinarian's home. (laughs) I'm telling y'all, if people know you're involved with animals in any capacity, your road immediately becomes a dumping ground. Unfortunately for the vet's neighbors, the animals often wander up to his home as well. So he's taken in several of them himself and he's found homes for several others. When these two puppies were dumped, he asked the vet if he knew anyone that would take them and our vet recommended our rescue. They were actually dumped with an adult who we originally thought might've been their mom. We don't think that's the case, however, But she was pregnant at the time, and she just had seven puppies a few days ago. So he's going to keep them until the June transport when they're old enough to go, but he does want to keep the mom because he already loves her so much. (laughs) This is actually the first time he's ever sent animals on a transport before, and he was so heartbroken about it. But when I explained, you know, all the insanely amazing lives these animals get, I could tell that made him feel better. We're so thankful that he kept them these last few weeks for us, and he's even offered to foster for us in the future, so we love a win-win. The A litter of two was dumped at the kill shelter. They were actually found running around and playing at the water treatment plant that's right behind the shelter, so someone definitely just dropped them off in the shelter parking lot and just hoped the best for them. Luckily, they didn't wander out into the busy road and get run over. The C litter of four husky mixes were picked up by the shelter because they were sitting at the street department. Jessica and I actually don't even know where the street department is, and I had never even heard of it until they sent us that text. It was actually just a day or two after our last transport in March. We had agreed not to pull anything for the first few weeks of the break so we wouldn't have to foster them for so long. And well, you can see how long that lasted. (laughs) The animal control officer asked us to take the four puppies. He sent us pictures of six puppies and gave us five genders. (laughs) So we had no idea what we were really going to end up with when we got them. They had some pretty rough mange when we picked them up, but we got them started on treatment right away and they look so much better now. The W litter of three were found curled up on a headstone at a cemetery. The headstone was Mary and Jay Prather. So I think that would be really great names for these puppies. Um, They were picked up by whoever found them and they were taken to one of our rescue partners who got them settled in a foster home until transport. The T litter of seven were found in a box at City Hall a few towns over. A police officer picked them up and got them to one of our rescue partners. 
he actually kept one of the puppies and then contacted the rescue a few weeks later and asked if it was too late to give them this puppy too. (laughs) Okay, Dolly and her nine Labradoodle puppies. This girl will always hold such a special place in my heart. She is definitely a hard one to let go of. She is actually part of the Oodles of Doodles bunch that we pulled last year. So last year, I got tagged in a post on Facebook that someone had made about doodles that needed help. Because she was from out of state, her post didn't get much attraction, so no rescue stepped up. I messaged her to get more information, and she said a friend of hers had gone to the breeder to buy one of the dogs, and when she got there, she was just horrified at the conditions they were living in. She took a few pictures, and that's what was posted on Facebook. So I got in touch with the breeder and he surrendered eight Labradoodles to us that he was no longer able to take care of. Flash forward a few weeks and the lady who went there to buy a dog and took pictures and got the whole ball rolling reached out to me herself. (laughs) She said she no longer wanted the dog that she bought and she asked if I would buy her back from her. I told her, um, no, (laughs) but that I would be more than happy to come get her if she needed me to for free. (laughs) Uh, A few days later, she wrote me back and she told me I could come get her. Uh, I was just about to leave when she texted me that she changed her mind and just couldn't give her up. So two weeks later, I'm on vacation in Gatlinburg and she messaged me that she needed the dog gone by the end of the day. I wish y'all could hear my eyes rolling right now. I was so annoyed. So I, I sent a mass text message out to all of our people to see if anyone could just stop what they were doing and go get her right then. Thankfully, one of our rescue partners was able to go get her and take her to one of their fosters. Their foster kept her until I got home and then she came to stay with me. We were closed for Christmas and New Year at the time and by the time transports resumed, we had a hunch Dolly was pregnant. A few weeks later, it was confirmed. Dolly stayed with me while she delivered puppies and I gotta tell y'all, I have seen a lot of mamas, hands down, hands down. Mama dogs are some of the best mamas in the world. But Dolly girl, she definitely wins the award for the worst mom in the world. (laughs) From the moment those puppies came out of her, she wanted nothing to do with them. The look on her face when the first puppy plopped out was absolute disgust. I would try to put it on her and she would look at me like, do not touch me with that thing. (laughs) Actually, one of my funniest memories of this litter, well, it's funny now, but it was traumatizing when it happened, was the day after their birth. It was my mom's 60th birthday and I had this whole day planned for us at the spa. My dog, Ollie, begged to come with me when I was going to Mississippi to pick my mom up that morning. So I just let him ride with us since we would be going right past our house on the way back when we were on the way to the spa anyways. And thank goodness I did because when I stopped at home to put him back in the house, I opened the door and it was utter chaos. At the time I had Dolly, peanut butter, who was still completely feral and big boy. So I walk in the door and I hear puppies screaming in every room of the house. Dolly is sprawled out on the couch, sound asleep, Big boy is running laps around our dining room, kitchen, living room, (laughs) and he's panting like he has run a full marathon. And poor Peanut, who was only a few weeks postpartum herself at the time, was picking puppies up and putting them in her dog bed, trying to make them stop crying. (laughs) 
<laughs> it was it was like the whole house was on fire. <laughs> I have no idea what happened while I was gone. My best guess is either Dolly would lay down with them and then when she got up, some would still be hanging on to her and they would just fall off all over the house. Or and this is this is probably more likely what it was. She didn't like to be alone with her puppies, so I wonder if Big Boy and Peanut were in the other rooms and she attempted to carry her puppies in there with them to nurse. I honestly don't know. <laughs> I got everyone gathered back up though and set up a nanny camera pointed directly at them so I could stare at them the whole time I was at the spa, which was so relaxing. <laughs> and then Justin was getting home from work just a couple hours later, so... Dolly just hated being a mom. She just wanted to play with her friends and cuddle on the couch. I will say though, despite all of that and all the mean things that I just said about her, all 11 of her babies were born alive and she kept all 11 of these babies alive this whole time. She may not have wanted to, <laughs> but she did. So you might be thinking, 11? I thought you said nine. Well, only nine are on this transport because we're holding two of them back. My little charcoal girl and my little runt man got sick out of nowhere last week. It hit them hard, and we have absolutely no idea what it is. Four different vets here have weighed in, and we've done multiple tests, and everything is coming back negative. They're just refusing to eat or drink. I honestly don't even know how they're still alive. They're only surviving by the fluids that I'm putting in them. I go in every hour, and I poke food. Nutricale, formula, or medicine in their mouths. We're, we're trying everything, but it's been a week now and they have not made much progress at all. Thankfully, the other nine are completely fine and totally healthy. We're just going to hold these two back until they're strong enough to make the trip. Hopefully, that'll be the next transport, but if they have to stay here a little longer, that's fine. This litter was born in my living room, raised in my dining room, and just completely stole mine and my husband's hearts. Their sweet mama is as good as gold, and I'm so thankful for her <laughs> that this was her first and last litter. She has been through so much in her two short years. She deserves the absolute best home where she can be the carefree dog that she wants to be, and I can't wait to see the wonderful homes all of them get. It it's a good thing that I still have two of them here with me right now, or I'd be saying all of that through tears. <laughs> okay, moving on. The tea litter of nine is another crazy story. Their mom is not on this transport, but her name is Mary D. We first found out about Mary D last year. She wandered up to someone's home and they thought she looked pregnant and asked us to take her. We got her scheduled for transport, had someone ready to take her so she could deliver her puppies in a foster home in Virginia, but the hussy went and delivered the puppies before transport. She had them deep in the woods and the owner couldn't find them. A few days later, Mary D brought a couple of the puppies back to the house and the weather was so cold that night that they froze to death. We were gutted, absolutely devastated. We were still going to send Mary D on transport that next week, but the owner decided she wanted to keep her. We gave her a spay voucher but she thought she had more time than she did to get it done because she contacted us in February saying Mary D was pregnant again. We were determined to get her in a foster home down here before she delivered, but she had her puppies two days before our transport left and all of our foster homes opened up. Thankfully, she had them under the lady's porch this time, so as soon as transport left, Mary D and her nine two-day-old puppies moved into the doghouse. 
She is the absolute best mama dog I have ever seen. She is the complete opposite of Dolly. (laughs) And I was just going to end her story here, but it's so crazy. I'm going to just tell y'all now. Mary D isn't on transport with her puppies today because she's staying here to nurse puppies. About 10 days ago, we got a call from animal control that a police officer shot and killed a mama dog in town. She had six puppies that were barely a few hours old. She was so close to her puppies when she was shot that her puppies were covered in her blood splatter when they were brought to us. They would have absolutely died at the shelter because there's no one there to bottle feed them or even just to keep them warm. But we had no bottle feeders either or formula or anything. (laughs) Luckily, we did have Mary D. Her puppies were already starting to eat puppy food and beginning to wean. So we went ahead and just put them at my house with Dolly and her puppies and gave the six newborns to Mary D. It was a gamble whether or not she would take them in and feed them. She could have very easily said, not my puppies, not my problem. But she saw those six little bitty babies, cold, bloody, and hungry, and she laid right down with them. She cleaned them and fed them all night. She is still the best little mama to them. She hardly ever leaves their side. Unfortunately, Mary D's owner is not sure yet if she wants her back or not when she's done feeding this litter. So... So I don't know if she will ever make a Virginia debut in a few weeks, but I do know we will never be able to repay her for everything she has done for these puppies. She absolutely saved their lives, and we are going to make sure she has the happiest life ahead of her, whether it's in Mississippi or Virginia. We actually let her have a little family reunion today with her original babies before we loaded them on the van. And let's just say out of sight, out of mind for Mary D, she did not care a flip about seeing those babies. She was just concerned with getting all the petting by us. (laughs) Maybe she thought we were going to make her take them back too, and she was going to have to feed everybody. Who knows? But she wanted nothing to do with them babies. As for the cats, we were originally just sending the J litter of three kittens. Actually, they're not even technically a litter of three. Two are from a rescue partner who had a feral cat give birth. We spayed the mom and she's a barn cat for them now somewhere. And the gray kitten was abandoned as a baby and has been being bottle fed for the last month by one of our fosters. But they were all the same age and they all needed a place to go at the same time. So we've only had one foster that was able to take them. So they've been staying together the last two weeks. But then yesterday, the day before transport, Dr. Burton reached out to me and told me that the cat condo at PetSmart contacted them and told them if they didn't get some more cats in there soon, they were going to have to partner with another rescue. And y'all already know we were not going to let that happen. So I got to do one of my all-time favorite things in the world. Go shopping. Not for clothes or shoes or anything like that. For critters. (laughs) Any animal we save is rewarding, for sure, but there's just something different about going to shelters and walking through, picking who you're going to take home with you. It's like when you go on a road trip as a kid and your parents let you pick whatever snacks and candy you want from the gas station. No, it's even better than that because this was unexpected. It's like your parents pick you up from school and tell you you can get whatever candy and snacks you want. I am definitely like a kid in a candy shop when I get to do this. It's rare that I do. Usually, my transports are filled weeks, if not months, in advance. But when openings come up like this at the last minute, and I get to just 
bust some extra animals out of a shelter, it's amazing. All that to say, <laughs> 9 to 5 and the 7S litter kittens were part of my shopping spree pool. They actually came from the shelter that I talked about in one of my introductory episodes when I first got started. So it was super nice to be able to help them out and save these babies. 9 to 5 was actually born at the shelter last year. Her mom and all of her litter mates were adopted, but she never was. She's a year old and she's been there her entire life. But because there are no kill shelters, she would just stay there forever until someone eventually came and adopted her, which is great for her, but that means that's one less cat that they can take for as long as she's there. So we're really glad we were able to take her for them. The kittens were brought to the shelter as owner surrenders. They were brought to them in a big Tupperware container, which is terrible, but it was a super cute picture. (laughs) Run Rose Run was part of a litter of five kittens that were found by someone visiting Mississippi from out of state. They were found abandoned behind a convenience store and were just a few days old. The family looked up the closest vet to them, and that vet gave them our rescue partner's information. Two kittens died immediately, but the other three kittens were bottle-fed for weeks by by the rescue's owner. The other two kittens went on transport somewhere else, but when it was time for Rose to go on transport, it got canceled at the last minute. By the time the next transport came around, they told her the kitten was too old to go and they would no longer be taking her which is ridiculous. (laughs) We're so glad we got to add her on last minute because she is absolutely beautiful. Good golly, Miss Dolly is actually from my former boss, the elementary school principal. She's in the process of moving to a new house and she's renting a home since hers just sold, but she's not able to keep her cat with her at the rent house. I also kind of got the impression that this was just a stray cat that wandered up to their old house and they took care of her just because she was there but they didn't want to leave her behind for the new owners. They've taken great care of her, and she's a super sweet cat, but I think this was more of a she-just-moved-in-with-us kind of situation. But that covers all of our stories for all 53 animals on today's transport. Next transport is on Friday, so our episode won't drop until then. Make sure you hit that subscribe button to get notified when it goes live next week, and follow us on our Instagram page to see all the backstory photos. Next week's episode is going to have some wild stories and some crazy before and after photos. It's a rough life, but someone's got to do it. 